so we are back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I felt like that was like Jackie. I felt like that was flat. I I'm no singer, so I can't. Um, Happy New Year. Oh, so I don't know if that was better. I don't. Were you singing? Was that the attempt? The second attempt no. at the song? All right. Okay, but um. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. Welcome to 2019. Y'all made it. We made it, y'all. Remind me to write that on all my papers. Like, I'm gonna continue <laughs> to write 2018 until my birthday. Man, I'm so I was so sick of 2018 that I will have no problem transitioning that eight into a nine. Fuck 2018. Oh, 2018, <laughs> the bane of my existence. So, I'm trying to turn 2019 around. Oh yeah, 2019. Let's let's make it a good year. So today we are going to be diving into um, some really interesting stuff regarding like our um, own feminist politics and mm. what our thoughts are on gender roles and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. so we're going to make 2019 real interesting. Oh, it's going to be a critical think piece. Oh gosh, that's what 2019 will be. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll see what the universe has to say about it being a think piece. But girl, let's sure. just pray that it's not a mess again. Oh yeah, nah, 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 nah. But all right, y'all, sit back, relax, grab some popcorn, or turn us up in your car, cause we josin. So let's talk about. Feminism. I, we just kind of like winged this one. We were like, "What are we gonna talk about today?" And why not know. jump into the the new year with uh something interesting, something I don't think that we've talked about yet. No, we haven't, and we're probably gonna have to talk about it again. But yeah, we read more. Yeah, true, true, true. So I guess the whole idea of this episode was like really just not necessarily talking about feminist theory per se, but what feminism has done for us as women, as black women, what we've learned, how it's shaped who we are today, you mm-hmm. know, like how it, you know, how we use a feminist lens to interpret different things that go on in our own lives outside of things like that kind of stuff yeah so like uh yeah where do we want to start with a wiki definition oh do we want to do a wiki definition do we can we not what's wrong with wiki i don't know people write it i just every time i hear wiki i think wikipedia and i don't know but i mean first and foremost like they're mostly the same look at the look at so, but while you're looking up a formal definition, so we can just give one to the people, give your definition of feminism. Ma'am. <laughs> well, I'll give mine. Um, so, I guess, because like a lot of young women, um, excuse me, I sneezed. Like a lot of, thank you. Like a lot of uh, young women in my age group, um... It's like uh, I stumbled upon feminism, if you will. And it was crazy how it happened. So, like, I'll just say, like, my my definition is um, feminism is an ideology that promotes the equity of all women across across races, across um, how we identify within our, you know, gender and things like that. Like, it's just... 
um, equity in the workplace, equity within social spaces, just like across the board kind of yeah. thing, where um, we get equal rights, equal pay, just everybody's, the level, the playing field has been leveled. Right. And it's, um, yeah, it's for cis women as well as trans women. Like my idea of feminism is across the board, just women are, have more mobility, more freedom, more like it's equity, just like we're not basically yeah across margins across intersections and um it's just very much so just anti-patriarchy very good so um that's my definition i don't think i've ever given myself a true definition of feminism Mm -hmm. um i just always thought to thought about it as equal rights for women yeah and i mean that's the simplest way to put it is that and that's what most people have understood it to be is that equal equal rights for women, like just women and men playing on the same playing field, and it's completely level. Like there's it, no more man shenanigans. Yeah, I think it's important to know like what a lot of these things mean, and I think it goes into um, being resp- being a responsible responsible citizen, mm-hmm. being a knowledgeable citizen, mm-hmm. because um, this stuff gets intricate and serious. Like people are actually fighting, you know, politically for changes that affect women right. across the world. Right. Not across the world, but at least in the United States. Yeah. So it's important to like, but really it, across know the world what feminism too. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in, yes, like stateside yeah. and globally, because yeah. I mean, there's this feminist um women like there's journalists in egypt who have been arrested for pushing back against some of the patriarchy you know patriarchal policies and Mm -hmm. um like the rule um within egypt like women have been locked up Mm -hmm. for sharing their opinions on Mm -hmm. you know like the problematic state of their country um there's like in saudi arabia a lot of women with the fight to be able to drive like it is an international thing and so like when we think about it stateside i mean a lot of things that come up is the uh um the right to choose as far as like abortion is concerned um like safety in the workplace sexual harassment used to be just as you know normal as or safety in the school setting as yeah yeah so like yeah no there's feminism is a broad broad thing and i think that a lot of people have a very narrow way of viewing it but it comes from not knowing what feminism is and i'm no expert i have not read every bit of feminism text that is available to me um but i know enough to have formed my own opinion about feminism and i subscribe specifically i subscribe to black feminism actually Mm. and and like um some people will say black feminism some people will say i don't like say they won't say the word feminist at all they Mm -hmm. subscribe to like womanism which i think honestly i probably i I use it interchangeably but i probably shouldn't like i just i i should probably stick to one but do i have to i don't know because the thing is what i did read was that um and this is this is Wait, before okay. you go into that. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me give you the at least this definition is still broad. Okay. From Merriam Webster, which gotcha. is still very similar to Wiki. I don't know what you're doing right now. I, but I'm, it's still very similar to Wiki. <laughs> She's over here like, I don't know. Cusping. I'm giving myself a breast check, actually. Apparently. Okay. I, 
feminist away. Right. <laughs> um, feminism, the theory of the political, economic, and social equality of the sexes. Mm-hmm. That's definition one. The theory mm-hmm. of the political, economic, and social equality of the sexes. Mm-hmm. Then, for two, we have organized activity on behalf of women's rights and interests. Mm-hmm. Whatever those may be. Right. I mean, and that's like a lot of people think of uh, women in the 60s and 70s burning their bras and, you know, like the suffragettes or suffragettes, 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 but the suffrage, 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 yeah, like the, (laughs) but no, it's like the, during the suffrage movement in which women, uh, well, particularly white women to my knowledge were, uh, advocating for their right to vote. Or fighting yeah. for their right to vote. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's the suffragettes. But, um, yeah, no, think a lot of people, when you hear feminism, um, that's the immediate thing that people think of is that part of the movement, like third wave, no, second wave feminism, second wave feminism. Um, when women in the seventies were, you know, like I'm letting my armpit hair grow out and I'm let, like, you know, and it's almost exclusively associated with white women and people don't think that like, well, not people, um, I'll say this, um, there is a certain sect of black folks mm-hmm. who have convinced themselves that feminism has is a white woman's um ideology and that somehow some way uh black women were duped into believing this ideology and turned their backs against the black man to become the mules of the white women and them and i'm just like first and foremost fuck y'all second (laughs) secondly um read read books books are important read books because it's it's like insane to me that there is so much knowledge that is out there and we have so much access to it like everyone at this point has a smartphone and so you have google right there at your fingertips and yet you refuse to take the time to tap in those few little words to figure out that no feminism did not start with white women feminism is not just for white women and no it is not some secret movement to get black women and black men to turn against each other black men can turn us against them on their own they don't need white women's help i'm just like Mm. like for real because they because patriarchy but we we getting there we getting there we getting there so so, but yeah so no i think that black black um feminism or womanism is more my lane because it focuses exclusively on the needs of black women because we live in a very specific context and it's important that we, you know, give attention to that context because with feminism, like from like white women's feminism Mm -hmm. erases our blackness Mm -hmm. and seeks to, you know, create a level playing field without giving respect like not acknowledging how our blackness plays into our womanhood as well and that very very important kind of like you know like our narrative is different yeah like from that standpoint it also influences what black women need right in terms of leveling the playing field right so yeah that's why i'm just like 
yeah, no white feminism or because I, I never I, when I first learned about it because I, I didn't tell the story. Like I actually got into feminism Tell when me. I was in my master's program because mm-hmm. I remember this white chick and she was just like all game in feminism, feminism theory, like everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I just asked her. I said, "Yo, what's like what is feminism? I don't know. Like I, I'm not really familiar." And she told me. And at that point, and this is like 2013 or whatever, 2014. And at that point, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, this is this is what I believe anyway." Like. I was starting to already get into, like, separate myself from some of the beliefs that I had um, earlier on in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it now I had a name for it. Mm-hmm. So that's what that was. But also as I learned more about, you know, like, feminism and then also started kind of being more in tune with my, I want to say in tune with my blackness, but gave, you know, like, I, I really started to get more into... Um, how would you call it? What would you call it? Because this is like peak Black Lives Matter movement time. And it was like around like... So when Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. was like when the verdict was uh, read and whatnot, I remember that's when I did my first protest. And it was like at that time, it felt like this like kind of liberating moment where yes, I'm, you know, like I've always been kind of in tune with my blackness and you know like I had that whole um like dual identity like the two souls kind of thing that W.E.B. the voice talks about in souls right. of black folks early on like when I was just like I'm this black but I'm that like I'm ba-, like going between those two and then those two started to kind of like merge mm-hmm. once I got to undergrad and then it just started to expand from there. So, like, as far as, like, how that relates to feminism, it's like, okay, feminism, yay, all women. Then I started to really get into, all right, but, yes, black women. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. what about me, though? So, like, it just started to expand at that point. Okay. And so, yeah, no, that's my story. But we so, should talk about pick in a second, but keep going. <laughs> talk about pick-me's? Pick-me's. Pick-me's. Because, like, when I talk about, like, what I said, my what I used to believe prior to yeah um i'm talking about i never had a pick me phase but i had some pick me ideas you'll have to explain that term to me i don't know what it is so tell me about your journey to feminism and then we're going to talk about how as you know given our new outlooks on things and whatnot how that relates to women who still very much so are staunchly opposed to feminism to like the deconstruction of gender roles to like all that those the women who have to stand on the backs of other women in order to uplift themselves so that men can see them that they're the ideal woman you know within that box of yes I cook I clean I'm here with my legs wide open to have your babies Nothing. Oh my God. But look, but we'll talk about it because there's nothing wrong with, you know, busting it open for a baby and cooking a meal for your man. There's nothing wrong with that. But there, it gets funky when you shame other women who don't necessarily do who that. Who don't want to do that Or shit. like, yeah. So, but, but talk, talk about that and then we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain, pick me to you. Okay. So, black feminism, I feel ashamed because I don't think that I've ever, like, in terms of like my ideas around feminism or my ideas around being a woman, mm-hmm. I don't think that I've ever put that with into the framework of feminism, black feminism, or womanism. So as I've like read upon these definitions, I've kind of like identified with some, you know, 
ideas more than others. Like, okay, so black feminism, just to give a quick definition, black feminism is a school of thought stating that sexism, class oppression, gender identity, and racism are inextricably, inextricably bound together. So these things are together. Mm-hmm. The way these concepts relate to each other is called intersectionality, a term first coined by Kimberly Crenshaw in 1989, the year I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, in her work, she argues that the experience of being a black woman cannot be understood in terms of being black or of being a woman. Instead, she argued that each concept should be considered independently while including how interacting identities frequently compound upon and reinforce one another. Mm-hmm. So she was thinking about how, in terms of black feminism, how being a woman, how being black, how being of certain classes can impact your life. Yeah, how those things cross over. Right. So for me, I guess I don't I don't think I've really thought about it and what my what No, I guess I have thought about what my place should be at this point. So I guess how it came into play, it came into play first in like my undergraduate years. Mm -hmm. Um, I realized, number one, that in this one class I was taking, I went to Duke University. Mm -hmm. Um, We know, I don't know if we all know about their little civil rights history, but they had to have like a Mm -hmm. sit-in as well in order for black students to have equal rights as white students Mm -hmm. um but I had this one older white professor who was a female and she was teaching English and most of the books that she presented were were um authored by women Mm -hmm. so that was very interesting however in the very beginning of this class she targeted all women of color Mm -hmm. and asked them if this was the class that they truly wanted to be in Mm. and if they would like to withdraw from the class at this time. Okay. We all, she didn't blind CC anybody. We all could see who who she sent this email to. Right. All women of color. Okay. So we had our black women, we had our Asian women, we had our Latino women. I'm the only woman who stayed. So that was interesting because in that class, I won't go into detail, but I experienced like bias from this woman who was Attempting to promote feminism, but was also obviously being biased and racist towards women of color. Wow. So when you look at black feminism, that's why it's important that these other topics of class and race are also brought up. Right, right. Because here's this woman who is promoting all of these female authors and is talking about the strength of the woman, Mm -hmm. but then is obviously being racist Mm -hmm. and I guess classes Mm -hmm. against these students Mm -hmm. so we had that and then like now moving forward um I guess in my personal life as I've as I've like thought about seeking a partner and thought about what it means to be like a professional as well as you know, a woman in the house, mm-hmm. I've thought about what does it mean to actually be a woman in this kind of sphere. And that takes me to like womanism. So just to give a quick definition of womanism, uh, womanism is a black feminist or a feminist of color, according to Alice Walker. 
um, who is committed to the wholeness and well-being of all of humanity, male and female. Womanism identifies and critically analyzes sexism, anti-black racism, and their intersection. Mm-hmm. Womanism recognizes the beauty and strength of embodied black womanhood and seeks connections and solidarity with black men. Womanism identifies and criticizes sexism in the African-American community and racism in the feminist community. Mm-hmm. So, like, as I thought about that, you know, as I thought about, like, my personal identity and, you know, what does it mean for me to develop my professional identity and my home identity or my identity in the community, it's like, why, I felt like, why do I have to, like, put aside me being a woman and my femininity and the power that that has mm-hmm. in order to be quote unquote equal oh, to men. So like not being feminine per se? Yeah. Or... Like why do I not have to be feminine in order to have equality in certain spaces? So, and that gives, that brings up a really good point about as far as like femininity and masculinity and the traits that we have assigned to both of those mm-hmm. um, identities or mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, why is assertiveness a, a masculine thing and yeah. demi- being demure is a feminine thing? Why right. can't men also be demure? Like, I know... A, men are. Yeah, there's a lot of men who are, you know, like, they will kind of you know, just kind of be quiet about certain things or not as assertive and whatnot. And, I mean, I know a lot of women, myself included, who are very assertive. Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily at a, like, in a kind of, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, not an assertive in a way where you're, like, uh, trying to cause a, a, a ruckus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like I'm... I'm um, yeah, like I'm not like somebody who goes out and seeks conflict, but not I not being aggressive. Yeah, not being aggressive, but being, being assertive. assertive. And so, and oftentimes, assertiveness is looked at like aggression when it's coming from women, right? Particularly black women, mm-hmm. and we both have experiences in which we have asserted ourselves in situations in which it called for it because we needed to stand up for ourselves, and we were basically, in so many words, called aggressive, defensive. Um, we have to, you know, like tone it down or accept our responsibility for things and all kind of like, you know, like it was just like, it was, it was definitely one of those instances in which I had to really kind of pause and think like, do they think I'm an angry black woman right now? Like, is this real time? Like, is this actually happening to me right now? And for me, (laughs) I've, I've felt like, I haven't felt like the angry black woman, but I've often felt like people think that I'm trying to get something that I don't deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's like, because I'm pointing out the wrongs, then it's like, I'm trying to get over. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is why this is, again, this is why like black feminism is so like, that's where I lean in because it's just, it it covers this kind of stuff. It covers Mm -hmm. those nuances that black women have to go through from the day to day, the obstacles and the oppression that we face exclusively. And we cannot overlook those and whatnot because I mean, your equality is fake. If you don't acknowledge the racism that, you know, you perpetuate as a white man, as a white woman, you know, on me like it's like like if you if you are upholding white supremacy and acknowledge it 
yeah, you probably like you, you. We're not even having a conversation if you acknowledge that that's what you're trying to do. But if you don't like even know that you're doing it and whatnot, but you're like touting all of this feminism ideology and whatnot, let's hold hands and sing kumbaya. But you are simultaneously adding to my oppression. You know, mm-hmm. like then. You know, then I can't, then I don't rock with your feminism. Your feminism ain't for me. Your feminism is exclusively for you because you don't have to worry about your race. Yeah. You don't have to worry about all of these other things because it's more, can be focused solely on your gender. Yeah. And so, like, that's, that's something that I'm just like, yeah, no, like, womanism, black feminist theory is for me. Mm -hmm. And I, and that's where I'm, I'm at. I would definitely agree with that just because, um, I know for me, a lot of um, thought gets put out there, Mm -hmm. like some specific things that I've like heard just in like my day to day Mm -hmm. is just like, you know, I don't need that guy taking out the trash for me. I don't need that guy um, like, you know, making sure I get my oil changed and doing these kinds of things for me. I can do that myself. And for some women, Mm -hmm. they like that shit. What, doing that kind of... I'm, yeah. I mean, I have a sticker on my car that tells me. Actually, I should probably go check it. I think I should, I think I should um, <laughs> probably, check mine as it's well. It's probably time for my oil change. <laughs> I mean, like someone... There's some women who would actually literally go under the hood and do these things themselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's like some women who are feminists fight for that for all women. And not all women want that. Okay, and that's that's a good point too because feminism does not mean that you that we all become robots and that we all like just do the same thing and want the same thing. Yeah. Fem- feminism to me is inclusive in that if you want to be a housewife and you want to subscribe to traditional gender roles, then that is your right and you mm-hmm. can do so. Um, if you don't, that is also your right and you can yeah. do whatever you please. And but, I think like yeah. where like where respect comes in in terms of like black feminism and race, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of um women who just subscribe to feminism don't recognize the fact that a lot of times like cooking mm-hmm. is very much a part of women of color's identity. Yeah. And so yeah, no, I think like um and when what I've I've so I've never heard anyone because I think, too, this is like, uh, and this goes into gender roles. With a lot mm-hmm. of people's understanding of feminism or where they kind of stop with their understanding of feminism is they think that it's stripping traditional things away from like women. Like things that we we have been expected to do for years and years, like keep a house, cook, take care of kids and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that it's just, oh, well, we don't want you to do that anymore or something like that. And it's like, well, well, no, it's, it's, it's not that. It's not that. We just want you to be able to have the right to choose not to do that if you don't want to. Yeah. But I think some feminism, fem- feminists, women who ascribe to feminism. Yeah. Like would like to strip that away. Oh yeah, there's there's extreme people who just want to like there's there's extremists in everything. Mm-hmm. So there's probably yeah there's some women if you do subscribe to those like if you do adhere to like the the traditional roles um, that have been assigned to women throughout history and whatnot, um, then they might shame you. They might mm-hmm. be like, oh, you're just a... And this kind of goes into the whole pick-me thing in gender roles. So this mm-hmm. is a good segue. Tell me. So, like, with pick-me's and... So, all right. So, here's the thing. A pick-me 
or a woman who, like we were saying, who likes to cook and clean and be oh, like all that kind of stuff. Okay. Not that me, but like not even okay. Okay, so let me let me reframe this because I don't want it to be that cooking and cleaning and things like that are like just for women who don't uh, agree with feminism or anything. It's not. We all like to, we have to keep up our houses and we have to eat. So like it's right, not, like cooking we, and cleaning we all is. Must eat. But it's this idea that this is something that women are supposed to to do like this is a woman's job she has to cook she has to clean and these are things that men don't have to do because they have separate roles and mm-hmm. it's you be, you are not a you're not a pick me if you like to cook clean and do all like you know like you want to be a step for housewife mm-hmm. that doesn't make you a pick me it's when you have to like i said before stand on the backs of other women and wave your hands for other niggas to see you to be like yes i'm not like them other hoes and all that kind of stuff oh, in order to get a man's attention that's when you become a pick me when you are literally out here using your you know like what you like to do and all this kind of stuff and you know like yeah i, I don't I wear enjoy. those clothes like those other girls and i'm like i enjoy those clothes right and it's just like if you have Leave to put our clothes alone exactly like i mean sure there's days where i like to be super conservative in my attire and then there's days where i want my titties out and i want my ass out and y'all getting that all summer long mm, okay. <laughs> like, like you know because i deserve as soon as it gets warm baby, <laughs> as soon as it gets warm this skin is coming out but if you have to if you feel as though you have to point your finger and wag it at women who do like to you know dress in a certain way who are sexually liberated and will sleep with who they want to when they want to as long as it's consensual and safe and and like women who may not like to cook or who don't want to have children or women who have had abortions or women who don't want to get married all this kind of stuff like if you have to to literally jump on like the backs of women who've had like these different experiences that don't necessarily put them in that box downplay them also criticize them right also seek to oppress them but also you're doing it all for the attention of men right that's a pick me (laughs) that is a pick me and pick me kind of like rolls up from twitter because you'll see women who will like tweet stuff or whatever like like just off the wall shit and it's just be like that plays right into patriarchy yeah it plays it plays right into patriarchy and i'm like sis who does this serve because it's certainly not serving you i mean sure on the surface level you get to feel like you got all the attention of the good men whatever those may be i don't know mm. but um <laughs> no I'm, I'm saying good men as in that quote-unquote good guy stereotype that mm-hmm. oh just because you nice and have your shit together whatever like that you supposed to be a good catch sir swerve um but anyway yeah like just because you like they they just live for that attention like they love that and i'm just like yo sis um i mean i don't know hopefully dick too bomb because like a lot of these (laughs) niggas ain't shit and that's the people that you are seeking out and so that's what a pick me is and like like i said like when i was younger I had this idea because this is how a lot of young women were socialized too. Like, you know, as far as like with the different waves of feminism, Mm -hmm. I think that it's, it was like this, you broke away from tradition. Like there was this break from tradition. Mm -hmm. So like for us with this, our wave of feminism and whatnot, it was this break from this idea of sleeping around makes you a hoe 
or, um, you know, like, or not wanting to get married at all makes you like something is stripped of you as a woman or if you're not the best cook or if you are kind of junky or whatever like that, then that takes away something from your womanhood. Like we, you know, like breaking away from that. Cause I used to be like, Oh, I, um, I'm going to save my virginity from marriage because, you know, I'm supposed to only just sleep with one person and stuff like that. And it was like, but sis, um, just because nobody sucked their dick in you, um, does not necessarily mean that a, you know, like you, you're fooling around first, <laughs> you're fooling around first and foremost. So like <laughs> happy virginity is gone anyway, sis, <laughs> you know, <Wait. laughs> I'm like, glad, I'm going to keep, I'm I'm keep it real. That. It wasn't me. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real, though. I'm going to keep it real. And stuff like that. Because, like, you know. Your mouth. Right. Like, uh, shit. Well, look, I didn't say it. Oh, yeah, wait. I did say I was, like, the fellatio queen last time. So it don't matter. But, I mean, like, if but you I mean, like, fooling around. Some, some yeah. Like, if you. They will say. They'll be like, well, I haven't got it in my hole. Right. But one hole. But that's not really the you hole. You sucking dick. God but said. the guy hasn't, like, stuck his dick in you in the other place like so then you like no it was like it was just this weird thing and stuff like that so then I lost my virginity to the last person that I was dating and then it was like oh this is what the hype was about well shit I mean I could have bent it <laughs> you know okay. so like it was just it all like that whole idea of I had to and while I did think that I would was probably going to that was going to only be the, like the only person that I had sex with or whatever the whole idea of oh well like this big thing is happening like, it, it just was gone at that point mm-hmm. or whatever and so like my ideas around attire changed as I grew up my ideas around sex changed as I grew up I feel like I'm much more sexually liberated person because I don't think about body counts and shit anymore mm-hmm. that's that stuff is so stupid because going back to like gender and gender roles and things mm-hmm. how on earth did we get to the point where we think that a woman sleeping around oh you know why all right I'm gonna tell you because I had this conversation with somebody. But mm-hmm. how did we get to this point where we think women having, you know, slept with a couple of people is this terrible thing. And they're being, you know, safe and consensual and whatever like that and enjoying that. But that's so awful. But men can sleep with dozens and dozens of women. Right. A lot of them are not using protection. A lot of them are not being safe. And, I mean, hell, a lot of them are not being consensual. If we want to keep it a buck twenty, so like you know, like it's just uh, but that's okay. That's been accepted as oh, they just sowing their wild oats and all that. But you know what it is and stuff like that, because because women are being had was sex is being had on women. Like we are, it's literally like right. That's the thought of it. That's the thought because it's like because you have a penis and you are putting the pe like it's so elementary, just like. Whew, nigga logic. But if you, because I, because you were inserting something in me, then you are, you are fucking me. I'm being fucked versus both of us. I'm being fucked. Both of us have it. Like we are both having sex. Sex. Yet I'm the, what what am I, a receptacle? Like what the fuck? What is happening here? It's like people get into like technicalities really hard. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. Like, of course, I am the recipient. 
Um, right. But am I know, not am I not fucking you? But I but yes, Two? that's the thing. <laughs> right. You are also You are being like I like I told <laughs> I said, I said, dude. You're being fucked too. You've been fucked. <laughs> you know, right. Like, what do you mean? Like, you like it because of the vagina. You were able to come. It was it's double work. You might yes. be sticking it in, but it's because of these fantastic come, muscles come on <laughs> that has coming together here. Forgive the clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of this lubrication and these muscles and all that kind of stuff that you got off in the first place. You right. got fucked too. Shout um. out to Kegels. So, you know, like, so it was just this crazy thing to me that, that, that is something that a lot of people just really hell bent on sticking to like body counts and all that kind of stuff. And just even beyond sex, it was just like, none of this stuff makes sense. None of it makes sense. And so as I grew into what feminism meant to me and what kind of things that I want as a woman and all that kind of stuff, it's just like... First and foremost, for me, I pick me stuff dead or whatever. Like, I don't need the approval or the cookies from men, you know, like to feel better about my womanhood or to like, like solidify I know, myself. I know I'm as a, a good woman. woman. I had to let a nigga know. I'm sorry, this might be a rant. Girl, but I had go. to let a dude know, like, the cooking that I do for you is a privilege. Mm-hmm. Okay? You might not see it as that. You might think that women are supposed to cook. But guess what? Within the time frame that I have, mm-hmm. normally, I wouldn't be cooking. I would go get my damn food out and have leftovers. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that works for me. So, you getting cooked for is a privilege and a gift to you. Right. Right. Like, don't, like, because, yeah, the idea that, oh, you were supposed to. Fuck out of here. Man, no, if you don't. No, you, you cook then. Right. Get up and use your able hands. And so I've gotten to that point and I've been cooked for it because I had to put a, I had to take a stand. Mm-hmm. Go on. But no, I mean, for real though, like that the, with sex, with cooking, with like just taking care of stuff and whatnot. Like I, I was telling somebody about what I want in my next relationship and I was like, I kind like I kind of like I got a taste of this mm-hmm. before because of just a lot of like like mindedness, and so this is what I want to have too going into the next relationship is like a partner, somebody mm-hmm. who understands that you know my identity as a woman. Like you're not going to basically like put me in a box. Essentially, I am. I have a lot of ways of thinking about things. I have my own opinions about things and whatnot. And like, you're going to treat me as an individual. And then as in treating me as an individual, you can also like, we then become partners because we see each other as two autonomous people. We see our highs, our lows, our, you know, like all the, the all of the things that click in us and whatnot. And we use those things to work together to make things work. Yeah. And so like having that in a relationship is is really important to me. So that means if we are serious, that means if we have children one day, that parenthood is not going to be 
it almost like almost exclusively on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. It is not going to be I am changing the diapers. I'm doing all of the feeding. I'm doing all of the washing of the like all of those things, and you get a pat on the back for just playing with the baby for two hours for being a glorified babysitter. So like that, that stuff will not fly. When I think about partnership, I think about parenthood as a partnership. Mm-hmm. I think about uh, as far as like taking care of the household financially we're going to be doctors one day like we're Mm -hmm. going to be clinical psychologists and we will make a a very decent amount of money give whatever you know like depending on what it is that we decide to go and do with our careers we can break in a good chunk of money and stuff like that and so I don't necessarily need you to pay all of my bills because for one I'm not gonna have you hold anything over my head and if you that type of nigga, I wouldn't date you anyway. But um, I can chip in on bills too. So like, as far as like economic equality, we talk about money together. We hold down the finances together. Right. Every penny that goes in and out of this house, we both in the know. There's no secret accounts. There's no like, oh, I'm gonna take care of all this and stuff like that. You just go like, like we we got this together and right. we pool our money together to make this household work. You are right. my partner. Right. You know, like, and then sex too, or whatever, like that. I'm not getting hunched on. That's like, that's the bottom line is that's not happening and stuff like that. And I actually asked this question, and this is something that I feel like is going to be like a, a question that I have going forward with everything is who do you have sex for? Do you have sex for you, or do you have sex for you and the person that? is also in the room with you because somebody i read this on twitter Mm. and it said don't let no man masturbating you (laughs) right (laughs) do not let a man masturbating you and like i was like yeah yeah because that can you think you that can mind fuck you a little bit right like if that has happened or you can find you will find yourself like questioning Mm. was i pleased like am i being pleased like right you think that you're being pleased, but you're not. Mm-hmm. And you might find yourself not having that conversation when you should if you're not being satisfied. Right. And then that kind of goes back to like a lot of women thinking, if you think along the lines of he's screwing me, I'm the one being screwed, then you may not even have the foresight to think that you can ask like, hey, can you can you do it like do this? it like this? Can you stay here for a little longer? Can you like eat can me out like me this? Right. Like rotate your hips a little bit. I need clitoral stimulation. Like what is, right. you know, like that kind of stuff. Like you can say that you can demand that as a you know, woman because you deserve an orgasm. I and then this is another interesting thing. I've actually had to tell someone mm-hmm. they were bothered by the fact that I could please myself. Like masturbate? Yeah. Why would what? Because they have this <laughs> idea that I should be like satisfying you, and that's great. Yeah, that's great. You sure. should be satisfying me. Okay, okay, but that does not mean that I can't satisfy myself. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't need you now. Right. Yeah, and no. I think that was that was hard for them. The I don't need you part. A lot of guys, unfortunately, are under the um, impression that all they have to do is stick their key into the lock and magic happens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, sir. There's effort that is required in order for this to happen. So if I'm making all of these oohs and ahs, but my face looks like I'm watching a boring movie. <laughs> 
then you, sir, need to change it up. And also, too, like, another thing that I hate or whatever like that is, like, this head-wagging thing. What are you talking about? Like, if, you top, oh. if you're topping me off, don't do that, like, head-wagging thing. Oh, like, that shit's fucking disgusting. I hate that because, A, do it doesn't... some people like that? I, I don't, don't know, know, but I had to ask um, for it to not happen. <laughs> I had to ask because, but but I that's but that was my like, first time I don't saying like when it's the the lick up and down. I don't yeah, like, that. like do nothing's down there. Yeah, like don't don't. There's no reason for you to do that. Like I'm not a postage stamp. You can just stay right here and just you find know. it, find it, <laughs> target. And I mean that was that was my do. first time ever having you know like to like to say that you know like that was my first time asking. Hey, I don't really care for this. Can you not do this? And so it was a really good moment because I felt like, yeah, like, hey, I can, I can do and that. And he didn't do it no more? Um, he, maybe once or twice. I mean. Oh, it took him a little while to learn. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, it was a, it was a thing though, to, to be able to ask and for it to, pro, like, for it to be understood, like, hey, this is something that I don't really care for, but you can do this and that's actually, but you know, like just being mm-hmm. able to speak up for myself. And so, yeah, no, I think that as far as like just this whole idea of what being a woman means and like getting into equality and things. And I mean, we've just scratched the surface because this can be two episodes, really. We've only just talked about like mo- like gender role stuff, sex, um, like our ideas around feminism. This can go so much deeper, but I think... As far as where we are now and whatnot and liberation, I think what I've what I'm doing is to kind of push that idea and keep pushing it. It's just standing my ground in my beliefs Mm, and being unwavering in my demands as a woman. I agree. That's like I mean, because sometimes you know, like everybody uh, doesn't get to go and march in the streets and you know, like do like because there's actual work to be done. In regards to getting to um, equity, you know, it, I'm it, telling you, it's actual work. Like we are, we um, black women, no Latino. It's Latino women who have, who are, who has the law, who have the largest gap in pay. Yeah, yeah, and so like, yeah, like pay um we're ga- wage gaps. Yeah, we're in that. Like women of color in general, honestly, it's just. Well, I think. Yeah, the Asian women are doing pretty well. Asian, I think, yeah, Asian women actually have a um, are closer to the dollar. Mm-hmm. But I mean, particularly like black and Latina women. Asian are, men are doing better than than uh, white men. Are they? They are. Oh, I haven't looked at those stats mm. in a while. So that makes you wonder. But I mean, too, and that's, I'm not going to speak to a space in which I am not an expert and whatnot. Big dick Asian man. Um. Okay. <laughs> and um. And on that note, look, we trying to stay on the air, nigga. Like, <laughs> but no, for real. Like, I mean, honestly, um, yeah, it's like page, page wage. <laughs> I'm losing my words, but wage gaps. Um, like the right to seek out abortion, you know, like all those things. These are stuff that people are taking real political stands on. And, um, we have to stand our ground. We have to be able to, you know, like make things happen 
on an individual level, whether it's talking to people about these things or at a higher level where it's like voting, um, going and talking to the people who have the, you know, who can pull the trigger on these certain things and your vote, you know, like matters. So we have to, you know, just it's, it's a lot of things that we have to do. Yeah. A lot of things that we have to do. And so my main thing is I want to protect women. I definitely want to protect black women. I mean, we need it. We need it. And and I would like to say, if we have any black male listeners, if you've taken anything away from this, um, I hope it's that if you held, if you hold any like patriarchal ideas of like kind of men first, women second, um, this is what a woman should be doing and what she should not be doing. Oh, I can't date a woman if she didn't slept with this, that, and the third and done this. Or all, any of that like patriarchy, sexism, misogyny kind of stuff. I hope that at some point you reflect on yourself and check yourself. Because you cannot serve and protect black women if you also, like we were talking about with white women before, but you cannot serve and protect us if you are simultaneously oppressing us. Um, and that doesn't always look like holding us down in chains and things like it could literally just be you are making life difficult for us in a number of different ways. Yeah. And you need to check that because, I mean, I don't want your protection if you also think that um, if I'm wearing a certain thing, then I deserve to be sexually harassed. Right. You know, like the, that you like you not for me, you against me at that point. So I don't need it. And also clarification, feminism is not code word for misandry. <laughs> Dummies. <laughs> but no, for real though, like, because a lot of people think feminism equals I hate men. No, I love men. I love men. I love penis. And I want to see black men thrive survive make it to i like i love black men but i also want black men to do better by me and i want us all to be able to work together for the advancement and the liberation of black people but we have some checking that we have to do so like when we tell you something about yourselves don't take it as Oh man, see the white woman and got into your head and now you hate me as a black man. They didn't separated us and broke up the black family. And it's like, no, nigga, you just an asshole and you need to do better. Please pause for five seconds and just think about doing better and stuff. Stop th- thinking every time we tell you about yourselves, it's an attack on you. Cause like, it's not, we just, we're looking out for your best interests. Trust black women. We really trying to help you out here. And I mean, the the more you push back, the more misandrists that you, that you create. They probably have plenty who, who can't stand y'all asses. But, you know, I really, I love, I love black men. I love the black men who support us and look after us and really, really genuinely try to do right by us. So, yeah, I think we've exhausted this topic of, enough right now Agreed. so um let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back all right so on to what the social media is talking about what, what's what's happening on the let's interwebs about this okay what you got what do you have um i uh saw this article that 
started a pretty good conversation about this bride who kicked out this uh, couple who had brought their children to her wedding, a wedding in which she had requested that there be no children. And um, they brought their children anyway. And um, it was like, was the bride in the right or the wrong? So kind of backstory, she put that on the invitation that it was a kids-free ceremony as well as reception. Mm -hmm. This family friend brought their two children anyway, two very small children. I think it was like an infant and um, like an infant and like maybe like a toddler kid. And so... The bride overlooked it, like with the ceremony, well, like she just let it fly, even though the, you know, at times, like the kids were obviously getting a little restless. Mm -hmm. But by the time reception rolled around, they were definitely, you know, a little restless. Like they was, it was time for them to go. Mm -hmm. So the, um, the, uh, I guess event coordinator and whatnot came and talked to the people with the kids. And they uh, were getting a little rowdy. Like, they were getting a little upset that she was telling them that they had to leave. And then the bride just lost her cool and was like, no, y'all have to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, y'all have to go. And so she was like, am I in the right or the wrong or whatever? And I was like, sis, you in the right. Because you asked them to not bring children. And they brought and children, they children anyway. anyway. First of all, how many people did you RSVP for? Right, and right. And by people, I mean grown-ass adults. And so my whole thing is that I am not opposed entirely to kids maybe being at the ceremony, but I I'm mean, I I would hope that kids can attend my wedding. Right. And I mean, like, so like, Especially honestly, if I have them, well, see if I, and if I have them, which I don't know, I don't know how the universe is working for me, but uh, if I have them, of course there's going to be kids at the wedding and whatnot, but my, my reception is a no kids zone. But part of me also wants to have a no kids ceremony because I'll never forget that I went to a wedding where there was a small child who was a little upset mm -hmm. and they were, you know, making a lot of noise while the, you know, minister was speaking and things. And so they should have removed their child. They should have removed their child. But all I could think of is that I paid for this expensive videographer and, and all, all that can hear is a child scream. All that is on, like, a child scream. Like, if if you are doing your vows and the child is screaming in the background, like, hopefully the videographer can edit that out or do something. But, like... But if they don't have the equipment... Like, that moment is, is, you is need, you need, ruined at that point. Yeah, you need serious equipment to be able to... Sure, like, you may be able to laugh that. it off later, but in that moment when you wanted this beautiful wedding video and now you have a child crying in the background not like, only that you're trying to damn concentrate right it's just and be mm -hmm. in the moment so i mean my thing is i don't want i want i want it to be in the like an adult kind of thing like that's that's my thing like for the ceremony i want no hiccups and for my reception i want grown-ups to be able to be grown Sure, I'm gonna probably still play the edited versions because I, my family members don't do all that cussing and whatnot. Yeah. But I want us, it's, it's, you know, like it's a grown up celebration. And that's about it. I mean, the only thing I, I mean, person I, I can think of that I want at my wedding is my, my god baby. Well, she's not a baby anymore. She's yeah. eight. But. I've attended a lot of weddings, even as a little girl, and even the adult stuff, like we were around. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, in one sense, it's like a cultural thing. You're not necessarily exposing your child to too much. Like, mm -hmm. in that sense, it's not like we're, like, it's a porn or something. Like, it's really, I don't think it's really that serious. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I don't mind having kids, but I think for the ceremony part, I think it just needs to be understood that if your child is making noise, you're having a crying, fussy baby, mm-hmm. you should exit stage left until they are quiet. Right. And I mean, maybe and this is... Also, if yeah. a person says no kids, then that's what that means. Like, they paid for that. Right. That's a lot of money that someone paid for. Respect that, sis. If she said Respect don't bring them, don't, don't bring them. Do Just but, don't. I mean, I guess this is also easy for us to say because we don't have children. Right. So, but at the same time, yeah. uh, how long are receptions? They're an hour. You need to get a babysitter. A reception is an hour. I mean, the ceremony. <laughs> You need to you need to get a babysitter. You just have to respect that. And and no, I don't have kids, but and I don't know where the fuck. Let's see. If I was a friend's wedding, a close friend, my mom would obviously be there. So where would my baby be? I have I have a cousin or two who wouldn't be at the wedding who I would trust with my child. So yeah, All right. Yeah, no, I I have family members who would, who would definitely hold down the baby. fort for my baby, right? Or my children, however old they are, you know. Right. So yeah, that's not an excuse. You should keep your child at home. Mm-hmm. Or just don't come. Yeah. No, the bride was in the right. Yeah. <laughs> the bride was in the right, and if the the parents were upset, that's on them because they were told what 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 was happening, and they decided to go against it. Okay. So what's up in next? other news? Um, a young black, young black lady, I don't know how old she was, um, was attacked in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she was working the counter at McDonald's by uh, an older white man. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he was old, but he was probably 40s. Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw that shit. And initially... It was stated that she had been fired, but she has not been fired. She was She's placed on, on leave. leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was received. This is the funny part. This story is coming from 92Q Jams. So, you know, I have to get them their, to give them their credit. But she apparently is receiving compensation for her injuries. <laughs> Girl, but I mean, no, get, get all the fucking coin that you can. Because okay. the, that manager or whatever like that, for him to go back and go and fill his order or whatever after that incident. Like, where were y'all? What's wrong with you? Where were y- why, you should be out. Why here. didn't one of y'all swing around that corner and pull that nigga off of her? Like, what is the problem? What are y'all doing? It's like, oh, oh girl, girl, that video that, made me so mad. First of all, she was not injured. That girl, I mean, I don't she care. That girl was not injured. I don't care. I, you know what? I would say my back hurt from beating his ass. Like, you know, like, that, if anything, that's what it was. Her like, damn back hurt from beating his right? ass. Right? You know, and, like, and from having up. And being, being her pelvis, being pressed up against yeah, that Yeah, like, that's the injury. That's The injury is that I was assaulted at my job by this stranger. He pulled the fuck out of me. And, and like, that, that was enough. Like, I'm, and the, so many, like, racist people are becoming so emboldened once again like they, they really are. are coming out of pocket you want to know why hmm. this fucking public rhetoric that we have going on oh, with yeah. our our trash ass president well he ain't my president but that trash ass sentient bag of garbage who sits in the white house has gotten a lot of racist people really riled up and they feel like they can go and do whatever like in houston there's there, this if i'm not mistaken they're still looking for the man who who shot a seven year old? He just Bro. shot, just shot at him, just just, just random, a baby, baby, a baby. I'm Killed just like, oh, I, I can't. I have to scroll past some of the things about that because I just my mind. I can't wrap my mind around the fact that he's seven year old. 
he literally just went i i feel like that wasn't um specifically it was targeted against them as being black but it, i don't think it was anything personal i think that they was just they were on target, par- right, target practice right like he just and i think so they say it's like a, a, a white male about 40s or so in a red truck and i'm just like Texas, Y'all know who that is. Texas is 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 huge, and he's probably still in it. Like some, please somebody find him. Somebody find him, because my my heart is just it. I can't I can't take the thought that 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 happened to to that little girl. Like I mean, yeah, that's horrible. It's it's just trauma after trauma. Like with all of the police shootings, with all the horrible things that have happened to black people just within this past, like in the two thousands in general. It's just. Oh my gosh, it's been so much. And so this oh boy, this is this is rough. I just feel like if black people aren't paying attention, I think they we need to. Right, like to this day I still I I can kind of wrap my head around why black people support well, I won't say well, I don't understand why they support Trump, but I'll say I understand why there are some black Republicans cuz like there's a you know conservatism is not something that's new to black people it's just that we don't have as many people vote republican because they're racist mm-hmm. so like um but a lot of the well, ideas of republicans do, they hold on to those things there are several black people who do but yeah they have a lot of folks who are you know will look the other way and oh that's just this and this is just an exclude like like an isolated incident all that kind of stuff like no y'all no no, 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 no. These this are is not isolated. Incidents. Like people feel real comfortable hurting us, and mm-hmm. and it's not going to get better. Like they, they. I think the the man who stabbed that young woman on the Bart train, mm-hmm. he, he was deemed incompetent to stand trial right, right now, or like they're doing like everything's on hold right now because the judge ordered that he has a mental eval. Like so, which um, that's important, you know, like for us because. There's one end of things where I'm just like, man, uh, you know, but on the other hand, I'm like, as a mental health professional, it's just like, <laughs> you know, so like there's a conflict between my professional life and my blackness at this point where oh, it's yes, like, you're about to receive all of the malingering, uh, girl, the look, <laughs> cause like, it's just, it's, it hurts, man. That stuff hurts. But, um, honestly though, like. They're just like the the guy who um dragged that black man behind a truck in Mississippi. He's just like I think he's he's finally he got the death sentence and it's finally happening in April. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like it's just this is a lot. It's it just is a lot. It is. Um, um, but yeah, no. So back to to sis at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, no. We I know we got off track, but yeah, she she beat the fuck out of him. I mean, she. Well, well she I'll say she got some licks in because I was watching she, she it again, did, and I was like, "Sis, you could have landed a couple down. more." He didn't go down. She she, she was out down. of range, like she, she couldn't. She like, was she she was she swinging, was but she wasn't to, hitting. Yeah, her but form she, her form wasn't correct, and she did say <laughs> that she uh one of her family members was a professional boxer, and she picked up a few tips. It seems as though she didn't pick him up that well. Well, no, I think that the way he had her and stuff like that, she couldn't. Like she was swinging, she just couldn't. Land on. No, she was the way she was swinging wasn't good form. She was. I mean, I'm. I'm she was swinging like she didn't know how to fight. 
Yeah, no, if you blind swinging or whatever like there's that, jabs, then there's uppercuts, uppercuts, there's crosses. I'm I'm practicing yeah. boxing now. This one right here from back here. Yeah, to no, here, that, that, that one ain't it. That's swing. That's nah. probably why she's injured. She probably nah. has a shoulder injury because she, she was she swinging from way back there. But I mean, whatever the case may be, she was trying to defend herself and she did the best that she could in the situation and it's fucked up that anybody would even feel comfortable enough to put their hands on her and I hate that she had to experience that. And like, I mean, if I were her, I would take every cent that they could give me. Damages all that milk is, sis, because you deserve, because that man was out of pocket and he deserved to get his ass kicked. Dead ass. So, like, I mean, as far as the boxing is concerned or whatever like that, that they were not in boxing positions to even to even do that. Her, <laughs> like, her, but her, she, that's a grown-ass man. She couldn't, she could not. She was small. She's small. She, if, she, if she had concentrated girl. and just went with straight jabs, she would have fucked up all them eyes and nose and lips. Yeah, she no. could have. I'm practicing, not practicing, but I'm trying we're to learn like boxing now. Well, yeah, kickboxing, and but I'm also like just because if anybody crossed me or something like that, I'm across them and just connect with their chin, and that's a wrap. So like, <laughs> just want to make sure that everything is like tight. <laughs> <laughs> everything is tight. But anyway, yeah, no, we should do kickboxing. He talk about he was asking her a question. Yeah, after, talking after about like a straw. Her, I was asking you a question, bitch. Uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Somebody, big brother, somebody, somebody roll up on him. You didn't ask me no motherfucking But he's been arrested. Like yes, he's he been is. arrested. He's been arrested. But I'm just, and I mean, I'm, I try not to advocate for violence because violence begets violence. And I am a, a non-confrontational. That's the thing I was thinking of before. I'm like, I'm non-confrontational unless it calls for it. So, like, in this instance, I feel like it calls for, like, confrontation. Beat his ass. So... <laughs> It says the victim was kicked in the stomach by the defendant and was complaining of pain. When was she kicked in the fucking stomach? I don't know. I don't know. I have to. That I didn't see that in the video. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. No, she's actually, I think she's being represented by, um, oh no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of another story. There was another story that I just saw where a young lady had a 900 on the SAT and she took it again, I think the next, either within a couple of months, um, probably at least six months to a year, she had taken the SAT again as a black girl in Florida. And she um, got a 1200. And she said she worked really hard. She studied. She took um, the Khan Academy classes. Like she busted her butt to mm -hmm. get that score. And her score is being held up in investigation right now because they said that nobody can make a, a leap that high. Like, she either cheated or had former knowledge of the test. And I was just like, so... Stop playing with her. Like, stop, right, stop playing with her. Because first and foremost, what she got it? How, what kind of secret spy shit does she do to slide up in, like, through the rafters of the school or whatever like that to work her way down into the office to go and peek at the SAT? She right. can't. She couldn't have just worked First really of hard. All, did she take it at school? Yeah, like she. I think she took it at school. Like it was because I think it was October. The date was October sixth or sixteenth or one whatever date it was. But it was in October that she had retaken the test. And she because everything is being investigated right now. She missed the deadline for early admissions into her first choice school right so what sense would that fucking make so i don't know what kind of investigation that they're gonna do it says the investigation will take anywhere between like it could take up to six weeks 
And so she's now being represented by Benjamin Crump, um, who is now kind of making his rounds as like the go-to lawyer in instances in which civil rights have been violated. So like, um, yeah, they're going after the, uh, I think it's ETE. I forgot what it stands for, but the whoever, ETS, whoever is over like testing and stuff. But I think that that's crazy. I think that that's like just an insane situation that, that, you know, like, oh, well, you couldn't have done that. Well, why couldn't she? Why couldn't she? Well, I mean, it's a 300 point leap, but at the same time, I mean, what, what you don't know what kind of work she put in to make that happen. So it's just, I, I'm sick. I'm sick of the world. Right. I'm sick. I'm, wait, somebody start playing Crans and Sky. <laughs> somebody like, I'm just, um, I'm really just over it. But um, since we, since we on to heavy shit, let's wrap it up with um, R. Kelly movie is coming on this evening. There is a three, is it three part? Six. Six? Six. Oh, shit. There's a six part series. Well, Surviving R. Kelly. Surviving R. Kelly coming on at 9 p.m. tonight. Tonight. If you're listening, sure today is Thursday. It's 8 if it's 9. If they say 9, then it's 8 central. Anthony Sherry, so, fucking yeah. It's on Lifetime. It's on Lifetime. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be talking to different women who have experienced, you know, like violence and trauma and sexual assault and all kinds of things at the hands of R. Kelly. Um, there's been two things that have recently popped up. One, um, yeah, R. Kelly's PM Central, that's for sure. planning on suing them. Just of found course. that out. Of course, he of is. course, he is. Like I, I, I wouldn't expect him to do anything else but to sue for defamation, a character, and all that kind of stuff. It's a three night event, is what it is. Yeah. So like, yeah, no, it's uh, mm. it's premiering tonight. No, it's premiering tonight. Tonight. Yes, tonight. Tonight at eight on Lifetime. And so, then two additional hours will be on tomorrow. Uh huh. Which I'm gonna watch it again. And then the final will be on Saturday. So yeah, no, we all, all at eight central, nine p.m. Eastern. So uh, uh, he's he's going to of course be suing people, and of course there's going to be people who backing up R. Kelly because they like stepping the name of love. I don't know how y'all are just so like caught up in the rapture of his music and stuff that y'all can't also be like, hey, but he's a terrible person, you know, like. What's wrong with y'all? But anyway, also, uh, there was a backup singer who recently came out and said that they witnessed R. Kelly having sex with Aaliyah. Mm. And Aaliyah's mom is not happy about that. And Aaliyah was underage at the time. Aaliyah, they said Aaliyah was 15 at the time. And he was 27. 27 years old. I know Ooh, a lot of too close to our age. I know a lot of people because cause like a lot of people like to think, oh well, you're 15, you know what you're doing. Nope, you don't. Teenagers you are dumb as hell. do not make you're not you're not good making decisions. good decisions. You're not. Teenagers you're not. are they're children. I think about the shit that I used to do. I used to go to the club. What the fuck? Like teenagers Why? are children. She they and they are children. <laughs> they, that I ain't know. Like that's not smart. We made we we were making anything could happen silly decisions as like it, I oh my god as far as executive functioning and whatnot it don't work critical thinking and processing and the ways in which adults think the synapses don't connect they are not there yet they, your brain is not foresight. done developing until like twenty five the foresight 
does 20, not exist. Like, 23 years old, twenty like, between 23 and 25. And so, it's Short-term just... Short-term like, thinking. Like, kids are not... That's a chi- that was a child. Aaliyah was a child. R. Kelly was a full-grown adult at the time. Foresight he had. And so, if you think that at any point in time that Aaliyah can be held accountable for having sex with him as well, then something is definitely wrong with you. The only thing he thought, which was broken, was that he can get away with this shit. And so, the... Um, Aaliyah's mother came out with a statement because it was like an article. They said that it was on the tour bus and the tour bus had curtains in front of the beds. If you've ever seen a tour bus, how like mm-hmm. a lot of people have curtains in front of the bed so they can have some privacy. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point, maybe like the curtain, like everybody, everybody was on the bus or somebody, they were all on some certain part of the bus and they, the curtain had come back. Or something like that. I forgot how exactly it, it happened. It read kind of funny, but um, at that some some point, somebody you know, she was like, "I saw R. Kelly engaged in intercourse with Aaliyah," and the person was like, "What did you see?" And it was like stuff that no one should be doing with a child. Like that that stuck out to me because I'm like, "You saw something that no one should be doing with a child," and, and you said nothing. And, oh my god all the adults in this situation all of the adults in the room need to be smacked because at the end of the day y'all on a tour bus how you don't know where everybody at i'm just and so like that's not possible getting that and actually brings up a point to Aaliyah's mom's statement Aaliyah's mom said that she and Aaliyah's father was with Aaliyah on every tour at every like they were with her at all times this could have never happened but the thing is like well you there's no possible way that you could have been with Aaliyah every waking moment of the it's day not, and the night. It's not possible. And so I think that she thinks by this, she's like denying what the the person is saying. Like she's like, they're lying. They, I, you know, we will not stand for these lies. And I think that the mom, the family are thinking, oh well, if if we if you know it like. By saying that Aaliyah was out here having underage sex with R. Kelly, that somehow tarnishes her image. I don't think any different of Aaliyah. I don't think that, oh, oh, she's she was the nasty girl or something. No, she no, was a little girl. No, she, she was a, for a, a period a of her career, girl. she was a teenager. And no one is going to think, I think like her family's trying to protect her image. And I'm like, there's nothing to protect. She's fine. The person that this reflects poorly on is R. Kelly. This is Further evidence that he is a predator. So don't jump out to you know like if like if you don't know because you probably don't know. You saying it's a lie, but you don't know if that lady what that lady saw. You don't know unless like where you do you remember every specific moment, second, day, hour that like of everything you were with her everywhere. Were you standing next to her when she was taking a poop? Like well, like. Where like come on, bro? You just couldn't have. You couldn't have. So like, yes, y'all were protective parents. Y'all tried to do right by her. And if y'all were not in the know of what was happening with R. Kelly, that does not reflect poorly on y'all. Now, if y'all were in the know and y'all acting all innocent and whatnot, that's a different story. That's or if a y'all different problem. Him and, you know, that's a different problem. But honestly, though, I just hope that at this point that people really start to think, okay. You know what? We cannot support R. Kelly anymore. We cannot be so enamored with the nostalgia of um, 
you know, ignition remix that we <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> right, you know, like we can't do it. But um, anyway, so we'll talk more about that. We'll talk because we're gonna watch we'll talk it. Talk about that the whole damn time. We're gonna watch it tonight, and we're gonna talk about it next time. But y'all, we have to go and wrap it up because people have places to be, things to do, um, food to eat. My life. So, um, we're going to holla at y'all on the flip side. We hope that y'all like our little episodes being just a touch longer than usual. I know we have having a lot to damn say. Yeah, because last episode was an hour and a half. So, like... This one is... This is probably not going to be an hour and a half. But, close enough. So, but, okay, y'all. Any last words? Anything? Um... No, but just ask for what you want sexually. That's it. <laughs> okay, yeah, bring it back to that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Uh, that's, a, that's a weird, weird way to go back, <laughs> given the conversation we just had. But and, and stand in your womanhood. Yeah. So yeah, no, last words. Uh, definitely stand Make in your, your womanhood. Firm. Make your stance firm. Um and uh hashtag protect black women. Hashtag love black women. For sure. Hashtag honor black women. Yeah. And um You ended that well. Yeah, because we deserve. Okay. All right, y'all. We Josen. We Josen.